let us not do our Lord the injustice of forgetting who he is. He is the Son of God, entirely incapable of sinning. And if we remember that, then, then it draws us into this gospel with, a, with the will to understand what is he actually doing? What is he actually saying? I think everyone who hears this gospel feels uncomfortable, squirms a little bit in hearing that our Lord is silent to this woman who keeps walking after him, calling out, calling out, have pity on me, Lord, son of David, have pity on me, have pity on me. And his disciples are getting kind of annoyed with her. Send her away. She's being a pest. She's, she's just still clamoring after us. Don't just ignore her. Do something about it. Do we think that the Lord is ignoring her because he's not speaking? Send her away. Please do something. And our Lord responds to them, not to her. He replies to them, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. What does he mean? Is he not sent for us? Is he not sent for the whole world? Before we even get to our Lord's conversation with the woman, we have encountered some very difficult and very important things to deal with. And what we discover, if we look earlier in the gospel, we find the very first time our Lord sends the 12 apostles out, two by two, he gives them this command. I am sending you out like sheep among wolves, like lambs among wolves. Do not go up into any pagan territory, any, any pagan town, but go only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Is this command. Does that mean that the apostles are never to preach the gospel to the ends of the earth? Of course not. The time will come when our Lord will say on the Mount of the Ascension, go out to the ends of the earth, go to the whole world and proclaim the gospel. Something that has taken place in between those two statements, those two commands, is our Lord's suffering and death and rising from the dead. Some pretty momentous things have happened. Some big things have changed. And so our Lord is capable of having one plan and one motive in one time and adjusting it as time goes on. Not because he's changing his mind, but because it's according to his mission. In fact, this is what we see. If we see, if we understand these things, then we enter into the conversation that our Lord has with the Canaanite woman. And we see he's not just, you know, calling her names. 
He's not just calling her a dog. He's expressing in a parable something about justice, something about what he has come to do, the mission and the order of that mission. It is not right, he says, in a figure of speech, it is not right to take the food of the children and throw it to the dogs. Would anyone disagree with that statement? We live in a silly society that has started to lift pets even into this, in this realm of being children. And we forget that there is an inescapable and, and completely like uncrossable gap between an animal and a child. A, an animal that is capable of, of being sweet and lovable. Yes but it is, doesn't have a free will and a mind to know God and to praise him and to sing his praises. The birds can sing with joy, but they're not aware of their own joy. They just sing because that's how God made them. But we are capable of expressing a deep gratitude because we can, we can contemplate things and we can reflect on things. Is it right would anybody say it's right to take the food off the plate of the child who's just picked up knife and fork and is getting ready and to toss it to the dogs? Of course not. And so our Lord is expressing that the food is for children and cannot be, the food that belongs to the children cannot be given to the pets. This isn't to say that our Lord is simply playing favorites. What did God do down through time? Why did he even take a chosen people to himself? What was the whole point of choosing one nation among the whole world and revealing himself to them and teaching them and training them and giving them the law and giving them the prophets? Was it because God simply plays favorites? If that were the case, then why would he have said to us through the prophet Isaiah, my house shall be called a house of prayer for all peoples. The foreigners who jo join themselves to the Lord, ministering to him, loving the name of the Lord and becoming his servants, I will bring to my holy mountain and make joyful in my house of prayer. Even in the Old Testament, we find that our Lord is promising to bring the whole world into his family. And yet the order in which our Lord chooses to do this and has chosen to do this is by coming into the world and going first to the lost sheep of the house of Israel and forming them and teaching them and creating and establishing within them his church and then sending his church to the ends of the world to draw all people to him. That is the plan of the Lord. That is what is established on Calvary. The fathers of the church tell us from the blood and the water that gushed forth from the heart, from the side of Christ, the church was born. The waters of baptism in which we are born into true faith. The waters, the blood of his sacrament by which we are nourished. 
And so it isn't just to say, you're an animal. It's to say, how does a, how does a mere pet become an actual child? How does a creature of God become his child? And the proper order, the proper order is to give the food of the children to the children and then to send the children of light into the world. And that's his church. And so what our Lord is expressing to this woman is that she's out of, she's jumping the gun. She's getting ahead of the plan. If he hasn't healed her, it's because she is still living in her paganism, living in her, in her rejection of God. Imagine what would have happened. Imagine what would have happened if, if Christ had, had heard her the first moment she said, Lord, help me. And he turned around and said, what? What do you need? Uh, my daughter is ailing. Okay. She's better. Okay. Thanks. And off she goes. Has our Lord been ignoring her or has he been eliciting something more? Has he been rebuffing her or has he been in a strange way encouraging her? We see in her response. We see in the way she responds that when, even when he says, you give the food of the children to the food, you don't throw it to the animals. She says, yes, Lord, but there's so much on the table. The kids are dropping it on the floor. They don't want all the food that you give them. So it's just and fair for the animals, for the pets to pick up that food. In fact, this is what St. Paul says. It was, it was the rejection by the Jewish people, the rejection of their Messiah that opened the way for all of us. They're throwing the food on the floor. We can pick it up. And not only as pets who are picking up the scraps, but the Lord wants to make us children sitting at the table. You see, it's not a story of Christ being mean. It's a story in which Christ reveals why he traveled all the way north to Tyre and Sidon. And we're not told of anything else he did on that trip except to encounter this woman and to say to her after he's, after he's drawn her on, after he's teased her on, to say, oh, woman, great is your faith. In the English language, O with an H is, oh, and by the way, oh, I forgot. But O by itself is almost like a sigh. Oh, wow. And it's that that he says, oh, woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you ask. And on that instant, it is granted. You see, if the Lord isn't answering your prayers, keep at it. If you don't feel like he's listening, speak all the more. If you feel like he's rebuffing your requests, humble yourself before him because he loves you too much to ignore you. 
And if he's silent, it's because he's listening and he's trying to draw more. He will always hear your prayers. And if he doesn't grant them exactly as you ask and exactly when you want them, it's because he wants more. Because he wants better for you and for me. And when we humble ourselves before the Lord and we ask with great faith, we can trust that he will always give us what we want or something better. The Eastern Oklahoma Catholic Podcast can be found on your favorite streaming platform, including Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify.